We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the real most finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> The pride of the Excelsior, Joe, put your boy Shasky. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, the morning roast. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Super Bowl week is here. Super Bowl week is here. Finally, finally, finally. We'll start breaking it down left and right. The coaches, the players. As both teams touched down at Las Vegas yesterday, last night I should say, uh, 49ers getting there due to all the weather uh, delays with the airplanes and everything going on. Hopefully everybody is safe, as we say. Good morning to everybody out there getting off their graveyard shift. If you're at work, what is happening, please drive safely. I'm seeing too many accidents driving on 280, too many accidents on 101. Drive slow. It's not worth it. Don't text and drive. The weather's crazy right now. The wind is whipping. Please drive safely. As we say, also, good morning to the Comcast Business Text Line. YouTube and Twitch brought to you by First North Cal Credit Union. The smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online application process. The San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock says we are six days, nine hours, <laughs> 22 minutes, and 24 seconds away from the big kickoff Sunday in Las Vegas. What up, Shasky? What's going on, man? Did it hit you? It did hit me yesterday. What part? That the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas and that the 49ers are in it. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? My mom kind of did it for me. Why is it? What did she so say? So my niece's birthday, uh, she celebrated her 12th birthday. I can't believe she's 12 already. Nine-Nine nine, nine, Alexander, uh, happy birthday to you again. She's wearing makeup now, which is crazy. It's a tough she's age. She's got braces. It's very tough age. <laughs> and Chaz can't get enough of her. Chaz is following her out. But my mom goes, Bonte, you're going to the Super Bowl. You're going to be out there at the Super Bowl. And the Niners are in it. And I was like, wow. Wow. Super Bowl. Vegas, the 49ers, the game we all huddled around to watch. Yeah, it's starting to hit me. And then you see all the media. We're going to have Jason Dumas live from Las Vegas. He's going to join us at a uh, 9 o'clock hour on the Boxer Girls and Guest Line. We're going to effort Q to get the landscape of Las Vegas. First of all, it's Las Vegas, but it's the Super Bowl. I Think know. about that. The Super Bowl. You know, B, I was thinking long and hard about just like the Super Bowl rotation, right? In, in the... Golf world, they have the open, and it's uh, basically it rotates amongst these right. five or six classic courses. For our lifetime, the way the Super Bowl is, is yeah, if you build a new stadium, they promise they're going to give you one. Levi Stadium got one, right? They got into the rotation. Minnesota got one. I think Atlanta's getting yep. one. Or? They, they've had they've had a couple. They've yeah. always had, ever since the Georgia Dome, yeah. they've been in a rotation now, Mercedes-Benz Dome. There you go. They get one. They get the World Cup now, semifinals, yes. all that stuff. So. But, like, it's been Miami, New Orleans, and... Glendale. What's that? Phoenix, Phoenix, Glendale. Scottsdale. But, yes, Phoenix, yes. You're right. You're you're probably... No, you're right. Glendale, yes. But, like, I believe Las Vegas is now in that rotation. 
It's going to be in that rotation. I know we view Las Vegas a lot of different ways. Some people view it as the, you know, it's the gambling capital of the world. And, and you're not wrong. It's one of the biggest corporation capitals of the world. Right. And you look at these big conglomerates that are going to be parading down into Vegas this week. To me, Vegas as a sports town and Vegas as a corporate entity, this is going to be awesome. No, it's going to be awesome. It's, and we're going to get into how Vegas has exploded as a sports market. I cannot believe, after years of having prize fights, some of the top fights in the world ever, you know, Holyfield Bo. You know, Parachute Man. Yeah, Tyson Holyfield. Yeah, Hagler Hearns. You know, Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Hagler. I mean, you've had some of the top fights in the world that's ever been had in Las Vegas. You got UFC now, and then you get the hockey team, the Vegas Golden Knights. They've got a Stanley Cup. You get the Las Vegas Aces, back-to-back champs in the WNBA. You're going to get a baseball team. At some point, they're going to get an NBA team. They've got the Raiders. Like, it's just crazy that the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas with the strip and all the lights and everything. It's going to be a wild scene out there, but the Niners are back in it. They're back in it with Kyle Shanahan and Debo Samuel and Brock Purdy as you see him touchdown in Las Vegas with the hats on. And it's on, baby. It is on. The final breakdowns, media day is going to be happening. The Niners are back here after being there five years ago. It has been a long journey to get back. A lot of setbacks in the NFC title game. Sure. The quarterback question, who are, who are you going to get? Is it Kirk Cousins? Is it Brady? Is it Jimmy G? Is it Trey? We said it on Brock Purdy. He's now leading us into Las Vegas, and we feel really good about it. Chris McCaffrey's here. He's played in his first ever Super Bowl, and he's been a stud. Trent Williams, after being stuck in Washington for so many years, not sniffing the playoffs. I mean, his one playoff moment, he slapped Richard Sherman in the helmet. That's what he's known for in the <laughs> playoffs. True. Or pointing at the Dallas Cowboy fan laughing. Or, but that's probably not as big as the Sherman moment. No, no. Man, I mean, yeah, probably not. Probably not. He was in a better mood in Dallas, though, because he was coming off a victory. But it's just the Super Bowl's here. I know. And, and by next Sunday, we're going to find out whether or not Kyle Shanahan has made the leap. Or is he going to be known as... A young Andy Reid. I've got a uh, good conversation regarding Kyle Shanahan, but I don't want to do it now. I want to tease it now. I want to ask you, you referenced Vegas price fights. What big events have you been to in Vegas? Because I'm not a big Vegas haunch. Yeah. I, I went there recently for a softball tournament. I've been there a couple times in my life, and I saw some events, and I just wanted to share. But what, what big events well, have you done in the Vegas? The first time I've ever gone to Vegas was when I covered a Pac-12 championship tournament. And it was for Oops. basketball, okay. for men's basketball. And it was, you know, DeLon Wright was playing for Utah. Oh, wow. Uh, Kyle Anderson, Zach Levine, Jordan Adams was playing for UCLA. Aaron Gordon, Nick Johnson was playing for Arizona. Um, so was that tournament. I mean, it was, and I was like, wow, this is great. But I've never been a Vegas guy. But that tournament, it was held at the MGM Grand. Oh. And in between games, people would run up to the sports book, yep. place their bets. Yep. Then you go back down courtside. And I was like, Wow. Vegas could hold a tournament here. And obviously, they had the Mountain West out there. Mm -hmm. They had the West Coast Conference uh, tournament out there. Sometimes they get the Big West tournament. So I was just thinking, like, man, Vegas is this wouldn't be bad for a sports town. Yeah. So that was the one big event. I've been there. When, when else did I go there? I went there for the Jets Raiders game this past year, but that's it. Okay, that's so you really went it. to Allegiant. Oh, it's, it went to Allegiant. Yes. And then uh, Summer League. I covered Summer League one year. So now that was and at Summer League. Thomas and Mack? Thomas and Mack. Yeah. Thomas Mack and Cox are connected together. Yes. And so you, you could go into Cox Pavilion, uh -huh. and all you got to do is walk down the hallway there at Thomas and Mack. It's a big walking town. Right. At least I, I found it to be a, a big walking town because I walked the strip. So I went December 3rd, that weekend, and it was Niners Eagles, okay? And when I went, Friday night was the Pac 12. 
Love Championship. We were staying at Planet Hollywood. So it's on one end of the strip. And I walked all the way, me, Crow, and my buddy Gabe, all the way yep. through the Excalibur, where we're staying this weekend. And I went to Allegiant Stadium. And the entire time, I thought everybody was walking to the game. No, no, no. They were going to the hockey game. They right. were going into the casinos. They were doing everything. There was also a Pitbull concert. Right. Everything. It wasn't just one thing. It is a huge event town. And I kind of underestimated it. Like in terms of being able to support big sports. So Friday night, I go to Allegiant Stadium. And you you said it to me, and I didn't listen to you. I should have brought aspirin into that stadium. It is so loud. And a college event maybe is different than some of the NFL right. events. Be my head was ringing from how loud it was. And it's a beautiful stadium. Oh, it is. Absolutely beautiful stadium. So then Saturday, I went to the MGM to watch a basketball game, Gonzaga versus USC. And our boy, Roxy Bernstein, tell me more, was on the call with Jay Will. And I walked right up. We got to sit, you know, courtside. Right. Roxy hooked it up. Please and, explain. <laughs> yes. And all the UW fans were also Gonzaga fans. Right. And to your point on the MGM, I had never been in there. And I was like, oh, this is really, really cool. They didn't have the same amount of seating for a boxing because right. they kind of put curtains yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way it flows into the casinos. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I underestimated the oh, entire Vegas. experience. Vegas, so Summer League, been down there a couple times. And the access you get in Summer League, which is really you get a lot of access to players. I remember I was looking back at some old videos not too long ago for Yardbrook of Fox Sports when my guy Eddie Masonette and I used to do these videos for Yardbrooker slash Fox Sports. We had a young Kelly Oubre Jr. in one of those videos. No. We we're doing One's Gotta Go. Fast Five, In and Out, Five Guys, Super Duper Burger, whatever it was. And there was a young Kelly Oubre Jr. But you get the access. And I, I watched how Vegas fans flock to the gates. When they open the doors. You ever see Jerry's World where they yeah, open the yeah, gates and yeah. all the Cowboy yeah, fans running there? Yeah. That's the same thing with Summer League. They're running in there to get a seat. And when, Lakers, when Laker games are happening, even in Summer League, Thomas and Mack is packed. 16,000 plus, packed. When you get a big game, you know, between the top two picks of the draft, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. packed. And so I thought, damn, if Vegas had a basketball team, they'd have no problem selling it. And now you see it with the hockey team. Yeah. You see it with their football team, the Raiders. Although a lot of people say it's a neutral site game for the Raiders. And when I was at the Raiders-Jets game, it was mostly Raider fans. It was about 75% Raider fans. And that was Raiders-Jets? Raiders-Jets. Jets have a pretty big fan base. They got a big, pretty big fan base. Yeah. And I get that a lot of away teams are going to use that as their road trip yes. of the season. But Las Vegas as a sports capital, it's quickly becoming that. And they're getting tournament games. Yeah. Think about the Sweet 16 March Madness last year. Sweet 16 Elite Eight is in Las Vegas. Yeah. UConn, Gonzaga, really cool. wow. UCLA. They're getting preseason yeah. games here at the T-Mobile Arena. They're getting all the USC fights. And now you get the Super Bowl. You better believe that they're going to be in a rotation for the rest of the time. Yeah, no doubt. That's the way I'm looking at it. And I was just thinking, like, when we were kids, my the majority of my Las Vegas, because we didn't go there. Like, my family didn't go to Vegas. We, did, we didn't fly. We didn't have yeah. any money. You yeah, know, number one. I didn't, I didn't fly until I was 18. <laughs> I, that was, was my 21. first flight. Yeah, yeah, I was 21. But, like, point being is, like, my all my views of Vegas were through either, like, TV or movies. Right. Like, Casino, Goodfellas, you know, movies like that. Striptease. Stri Showgirls. But having now I'm gone saying. there, no, no, no. Elizabeth having now Berkeley. gone there, shout out Elizabeth Berkeley. Don't, don't talk. Do about not her. talk about that. And I went there. I went there in like my twenties, right? And it was so different than what it is now. I went there now, and I was thinking to myself, like, it's so mainstream. 
Like, that was the thing I kind of underrated about it, is that back in the day, and I was watching the Tony Hawk doc, and I've watched different things, like, when it comes to, like, weed for right now. Like, weed 15 years ago, if you wanted to buy some weed, you had to go meet somebody where? In a parking lot somewhere, or you had to meet them, you know, at, at a McDonald's right. or whatever. Nowadays, I can have ease deliver the stuff right to me, right. It, depending on the state that I live in, okay? And, and I was watching the Tony Hawk doc, and the reason I bring that up, my brother was a skateboarder. There was a stigma with skateboarding. Yeah. And Tony Hawk talked about it. If you were a skateboarder, it was like, oh, he's a pothead, he's a punk, he's this, he's that. Skateboarding is the most innocent thing that's out there, right? And now it's totally mainstream. But 15 years ago, if you would have seen a kid with skateboarding, oh, there's a bunch of punks, they're going to spray paint the wall. Totally mainstream. Las Vegas went from being this taboo place that none of the sports entities right. wanted to dip their toe into. And now, to your point... I think they're getting baseball. I think they're getting a, an NBA team. No, they, they will. The WNBA team was at the right. MGM when right. I was watching Gonzaga USC. Exactly. It was a who's who. No, they, they sell it out. And my guy, Brian Francis, one of my good friends, uh, went to George Washington High School with me. He attended UNLV right out of high school, out of Washington. This was back in 2000. <laughs> this guy has never come back. He's got a family, three kids, lovely wife, Portia, big house. Living large. And he's told me, every time I go to Summer League, I go meet up with him. And he's like, dude, we this is a basketball hotbed, man. There's a lot of fans out here. I think if we get a sports team, Vegas, Vegas could really boom. And it is booming. A lot of my family members on my father's side of the family have moved down to Vegas, living in Henderson, gotcha. living on the outskirts. Vegas is booming, man. And you look at their high school program. I was just going to say. Bishop Gorman have been on TV yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Not just the Snoop doc. Remember the Snoop and Son mm -hmm. where his son was playing mm -hmm. for Bishop Gorman? But I remember Dorian Thompson Robinson playing in the game. That's when I saw Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook, playing for Miami. I was like, Dalvin's got a little brother? Oh, this guy's destined for the league. And what do you know? He's a star back with the Buffalo Bills and a pro bowler. So, no, nah, I'm, I'm, when you think about it, Vegas had potential. Potential. And kudos to the NFL and kudos to these sports leagues for not being afraid of the gambling aspect of everything and embracing it yes. and for players, for the most yes. part, policing themselves. I, for the most part, the Raiders, outside of Henry Ruggs and a couple that, others. That could have happened anywhere. Anywhere. But they policed themselves out there. You don't hear a lot about no, the players getting in trouble out there in Vegas. You know, you were talking about how basketball is a hotbed. It's crazy because like 20 years ago, I, you know, hey, we're going to Vegas for a baseball tournament. Like a bunch of 12-year-olds. Right. Like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Beat when I was at the, the the airport going and coming back, lacrosse for days. There were tons right. of lacrosse kids, tons of basketball kids. I, I there were fields for days. You're talking about Henderson, right? Literally, you're 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 driving out there, and there are hundreds of soccer, <laughs> lacrosse, and softball fields all over the place. So to your point about it being a, a an adolescent sports hotbed, absolutely. And now yep. you're seeing the professional stuff just just explode right. out there. I don't know, man. I I think Vegas. It's going to be Miami, Phoenix. It's going to be L.A. at New some Orleans, point. New, New Orleans, Orleans and Vegas are going to be in the the prime rotation yeah. of Super Bowls. That's why it's you know kudos forward. to Al Guido and Jed York and them for getting the Super Bowl at Levi Stadium in twenty twenty five. No, twenty twenty six. Yes, twenty twenty six. L.A.'s getting it the year after. So SoFi's getting okay. so SoFi. Oh, yeah, yeah. they've already had one. Yeah, I knew that, but that, that's <laughs> a pretty quick turnaround. I I wonder who's going to be bumped out. Is it going to be Tampa Bay that's bumped out? Is yeah, it going to be yeah. Jacksonville? Jacksonville ever get a Super Bowl again? No, I don't. You know, you're going to get Dallas in a rotation, Jerry's world. I don't think people want to go to New York when it's cold. 
They do want cold weather Super Bowls, but would you go back to Minnesota? Minnesota's had a couple Super Bowls now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, B, I've never been to a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I have no idea what to make of any of this. I'm shocked that we're going to Vegas. And New York, New Jersey just got announced they're going to have the World Cup final yeah. in a couple of years. Now, is that going to be in the winter? That or is summer. So that's summer. what I July. thought. Yeah. Summer. yeah, and they're going to need to bring in grass. Because mm-hmm. FIBA does not let their soccer players play on turf. Well, that turf you is, know, that, that left is turf the worst is turf. terrible. So hopefully they'll go to it grass. Just comes to the World Cup now that we have this. Like, we couldn't just do this. We're a multi-billion dollars and it takes right. the World Freaking Cup. Sorry, Messi's not going to play on it. Oh, okay, we'll change it. Five games at Levi Stadium. And I believe as a uh, for the World Cup for the World Cup. Hell and I believe yeah. if you're a seat license holder, oh, nice. you'll get some dibs on some tickets. Uh, so that I sounds like on, something I'd like to go. Yeah, with. I plan on especially man. You imagine if they get like Argentina. You imagine <laughs> if they get Brazil, Ronaldo, Portugal. I'll take the Netherlands. The Netherlands. I'll take England. Just start naming countries. I'll take France, Belgium. Give me Spain, Belgium. Hey, the Red Devils, Belgium. They're not. They're no joke. Come on, you know about Belgium. No, but I think the one thing that, you know, we're very lucky in this industry. You and I have got to experience a lot of events. This feels like one of the crazier. This is the Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl. This is Mahomes, who arguably is like a LeBron in the sense that we're already calling him one of the greatest players ever. He's 28. Well, he's 28, and it's Vegas, and it's the Niners, and it's the Super Bowl. And this is and insane. It's the Super Bowl, where all the stars are going to be out, all the cameras, all the paparazzi, the halftime show with Usher. Like my mom was, eh, shout out Becky Tindall yesterday. seeing her at Nine birthday. She goes, Bate, this is the Super Bowl. You grew up watching this game every single Super Bowl, from the pregame shows to the halftime shows. This is the Super Bowl. So this is numero uno for me. It's just, this is going off my bucket list. And it is Mahomes. Why, by the way, when I think about top five regular season games for a quarterback, I think about Jim Kelly, Steve Young, dueling at Candlestick Park. Yeah, yeah. Remember early yeah. 90s? They, yeah. It was like over uh, 500, to, over damn say- near 1,000 total yards, 34-31. Both these guys just slaying it yep. all over the field. Yep. Marino Bledsoe, Joe Robbie Stadium with the baseball diamond. Uh-huh. That happened to be on NBC, and I'm like, wow, look at these two quarterbacks just throwing all down the field. I couldn't believe it. A young Bonte Hill, eyes just popping out of his head. I contend that Mahomes' performance last season at Levi Stadium was one of the five best regular season games I've ever seen from a quarterback. Wow. Watching that game back, because I didn't get to go to that game. We're at NBC. Incredible. It was the first game on the telecast, Kings-Warriors. I was a little ticked off about that. So, Sackty, Taylor, and myself watching in the room. And Mahomes, the throws he made in that football game, got me thinking, in order to win this Super Bowl, Niners better put up 30. That's minimum. To your point on that game, uh, my grandfather had circled that game to go to at the beginning of the year. I've seen a lot of great quarterbacks come through Candlestick. I was very blessed, very spoiled, very right. lucky. I saw Kurt Warner. I know people go, oh, Kurt. Yeah. No, Kurt Warner. Old man Kurt Warner was amazing to watch because he'd hold on to the ball right before mm-hmm. getting blasted and then just deliver it over the middle. Brett Favre. Uh, I mean, you referenced Tom Brady. seen Tom Brady right. a couple times. You know, and, and Tom's his own entity. Right. Uh, saw Drew Brees multiple times. Saw Eli Manning. I've seen them all, okay? Right. The Mahomes throw where he rolled out left yeah. and flipped it like 65 yards in the air effortlessly over the top. I think it was to Valdez Scantling over both safeties is one of the greatest throws I've ever seen in my life. It was on a third down, too. It's on a third down. So, Ernie Chavez, you're right on YouTube. When I seen him throw that ball. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That, I think that performance was better than the Super Bowl performance in Super Bowl 54. That performance last season in the regular season, he threw for over 423 yards. 
He had nine incompletions, threw for five touchdown passes, and was taking deep shots. So if you don't think he's going to do that again on Sunday, think again, because Valdez Scantling has his confidence back. He's got his confidence back. So I think the Niners, in order to win this game, and we'll break it down all week long. I can't wait. Niners are going to have to score 30 at least. Forget the defense for a second. Brock Purdy, Debo, McCaffrey. I'm going to put up some numbers, buddy. Well, Debo and McCaffrey are going to have to have monster games. There's no question about it. And it feels like when Debo has a good game for this team, they feel unbeatable. When Debo, like, name a good game he's had where they've lost. Very few. Very few. Very few. Like, Very McCaffrey few. can have a big game and they can still lose. You know, I, I do feel like when IUK has big games, they also win. But, you know, this offense is going to have to score. I mean, you got Mr. Irrelevant going up against one of the greatest <laughs> players the game has ever seen. This is a David versus Goliath matchup. Mr. Irrelevant starting in the Super Bowl. How about that story? You would think we all love underdog stories. J.J. Watt, he, he had a tweet yesterday. He was like, you know, we usually love underdog stories. But for some reason, Brock Purdy gets all this hate. Anyway, we're going to get to the lines, 888-957-9570. We'll talk at Super Bowl, and we will get to the Colorado State Warriors. Oh, my God. Oh, Monte, my God. Monte, that was God. one of the worst losses. Uh, well, how many times are we going to say that? No, you? because that one, like, when you drop 60, I mean, come on, man. I mean, Clay, my guy Clay, man. My guy Clay. Probably his worst game of the season. Yeah, but I feel we're, like we're being – we're piling – not you, but – I. We're all piling on. It's, like, it's a number of things going on with the Golden State Warriors, but at the end of the day, they need rim protection. They need rim protection. Bass, we can get into on the other side after Nick and Berkeley. And, you know, uh, what's coming up in the game brought to you by your Northern California Toyota dealer. Your calls here on The Rust. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.